0: WBSM's big gun, Tim Weisberg. Weisberg.
1: And good morning. Welcome into the program. Happy Friday to you. And I hope you're ready to start off, or end the week rather, and start off the weekend with a busy show because we've got a lot to talk about today. What are we going to talk about? All kinds of things. We're going to talk about what happened in the city council meeting last night. We are going to talk about a, I guess, February surprise from a local organization regarding one of the Ward 3 candidates. We're going to talk about, oh, who knows what else is going to come up in the course of the discussion today, but uh, I do have an article, I wrote an article At WBSM.com and on the app, that is, it's a rumor killer article. There was a rumor going around the school department. We got a tip from somebody who said there's a rumor going around that the superintendent of New Bedford schools, Thomas Anderson, was a finalist for the job in West Hartford. And we reached out to him. We asked about that. I reached out to the board of education in West Hartford. I reached out to uh, the, I ended up reaching out to the company that is conducting the search. And I talked to some people that I know in the school system and said, hey, have you heard this too? And a few people said that they had. A couple of people said, no, I haven't heard anything about it. They knew about that he was a finalist for the Newton job, but that he'd, He was ultimately not chosen in that position. So I said, okay, well, let me see if I can find out what's going on. And this morning, the superintendent sent me an email saying that it's not accurate. So I wrote an article saying that he said that the rumors are not accurate. And apparently he has an issue with that. I mean, he chose not to offer a comment when I asked for comment regarding him being a finalist for the Newton job. Never got a reply to that email. So I'm sorry if I tried to make people not think that you're trying to leave town, but if that's, if you're happy with that perception, okay. Also, because apparently the media has become everybody's favorite target. We can talk about last night's city council meeting in which your counselor spent by Adam Bass's um, estimation about an hour complaining about the media. And I don't, I, I, I don't think there were complaints about the media until we started putting a reporter in City Hall and started saying, well, in these meetings, they're just having votes without giving explanation. Which the mayor has pointed out, but now we have a reporter there that can confirm that that's what happens. And I'm sure we're not the only media they're complaining about. But the the counselors from Adam's depiction, all of the counselors basically said that the media is taking the mayor's side. As, as if we have a reason to take a side. What do we gain out of that? I have the mayor on. I have the council president on. What would I have to gain for choosing one over the other? And I don't know. Because the council wants to explain to people how things work and say that the people don't understand how things work, let me explain to the council how talk radio works. The people who host these programs are paid to come in and give their opinions on things. So sometimes those opinions will not be favorable toward you for a variety of different reasons. And sometimes because they are human beings that are allowed to decide for themselves what they think is the correct information, sometimes that may agree with what the mayor says. Sometimes it may agree with what the counselors say. I don't know where the perception comes from that we are choosing one side over the other. And maybe they don't. They weren't referring to WBSM in that particular portion of the discussion last night. But a couple of reasons why I think they are: because one, well, I mean, we know that they don't like Jacks Blaine. There are counselors who have not hidden their dislike for Jacks Blaine. Council President Morad directly insulted Jacks Blaine on the program last week. I don't know. How much they know of, I believe Frank Mulligan is the one covering things for the Standard Times. There are a couple of different reporters for New Bedford Light that I don't think anybody over there has had time to even forge a relationship with. So who, who are they talking about? It's, it's, it's got to be us. That we are somehow distorting the facts of what are going on. All right, well, first of all, give a better explanation for what is going on. I've heard the responses from counselors about these reclassifications. I've talked with counselors about it on this program. It still sounds to my ear like it was an arbitrary raise for certain people. And that's, that's my analysis of the situation. I'm paid to sit here and give my analysis of that situation. So you can come on here and we can disagree about it and we can talk about it, but I wouldn't waste an hour of the people's time at a council meeting complaining about it. And I really, really hope that there is some kind of discussion had with Ward 4 Counselor Derek Baptiste For his apparent decision to call our reporter, Adam Bass, little guy or little man, whichever way it was characterized. Now, uh, Adam was explaining to Marcus last night on the program that uh, Counselor Gomes, Counselor Brian Gomes, apologized to Adam on behalf of Counselor Baptiste. But I think Counselor Baptiste needs to apologize to Adam Bass. And to the people who read Adam Bass's articles. Because I I, I don't know, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but a rough calculation in my mind makes me think that Adam Bass has been present for more city council meetings in 2023 than Derek Baptiste has been. So I don't know that you necessarily want to insult the reporter that's there to cover those meetings. It just ridiculous lack of decorum. You know, the counselors have no problem. They, they, they always are careful that they don't want to insult each other in council meetings, but they have no problem insulting the reporters that are there to cover them. And then we'll complain when there's no reporters to cover them when they have things that they want to get out there to the public. They want to start their own social media so they can get the information out there. You You're not going to get to pick who shows up to cover you. So you're going to have to work with the person that's there. Not insult them and call them names. And that goes for Adam, that goes for Jack Spillane, or anybody else that shows up. 508-996-0500, good morning, you're on WBSM.
2: Hi, good morning. Good morning, Uh, Catherine. This is Catherine. Uh, I was at the meeting last night. You were not only
1: at the meeting, you were apparently a target at the meeting.
2: Yes, I think that I was uh, as well. And I also want to say first, though, that when people accuse the media or or try to bully them by putting them down in some way, that is an attack on democracy. It's bad enough that our city newspaper didn't until very, very recently start uh, the Standard Times start covering these city council meetings, which I think they did because the New Bedford Light has been covering it, and WBSM has been covering it. But when, when city councilors, it, as well as, you know, we've seen it nationally, when they begin to criticize the media, look out, be careful, don't trust them, don't vote for them again. I am not going to ever vote for any of those people on the city council again after what I saw at the second of two meetings that I uh, participated in. It was a dis- uh, that I attended about this issue. Uh, it was a disgraceful meeting. I was disgusted by all of our city council members. So, um,
1: well, th- th-
2: oh, go ahead. I was going to say,
1: let's, let's get into the, the issue that, came up directly uh, involving you. Now, this, is of course, you have been uh, a watchdog for the salary reclassifications. You've been calling into this program and others uh, discussing this and encouraging people to contact their counselors. And Mm -hmm. so you showed up with a sign. Tell everybody what your sign said and and what your intention was. Um,
2: The sign said two things. It said, repeal the 10% pay penalty. And the other one said, uh, oh, I don't remember the exact wording, but it was follow the comparison study uh, of salaries. And uh, to that latter point, one thing that Linda Morad said, and I hope that you will ask this question of her today, she at one point had referred, you know, noted the sign. And said, What study? I keep hearing about the study. What study? I can't get one. I couldn't get one from the mayor's office. Well, my question to her, and I think it's a very, very important question to ask her today if she didn't go by that study that our city, that we taxpayers paid $20,000 for, which I think uh, was a, a fair study, what the heck did she base her figures for salaries on? Okay. Mm-hmm. That's, that, that to me, is the largest question I have uh, for her. Secondarily, uh, there's since I can't speak with her directly, uh, when she was talking about the 10% uh, residency requirement, she went into this long story, as she often does, and spends a lot of airtime in that room, uh, talking about the history of um, the 10% residency, um, a non-resident employee penalty, Mm -hmm. Um, and she said that people don't understand. She was referring to my sign. People don't understand. Well, how dare she presume to know what I understand or don't understand? I had done, as you know, a lot of research on the background of this classification, and um, I understand a great deal more than uh, she thinks I do, I'm sure. But how dare she even say that? She should not presume that ever. Um, She uh, made a point about uh, the mayor being a hypocrite. She said that the mayor demands loyalty of the city council. Well, I think she's very hard working to demand that same type of, uh, that loyalty, that kind of loyalty from all of the city councilors because all I can see is that there's sheep nodding their heads along with her as their leader. I didn't see anybody there who um, was willing to discuss any of the very particulars about the uh, ordinances that the mayor submitted. They spent most of the time defending themselves. They did their job. They were asked to do. They did their job, and that's the end of that. We don't want to talk about it anymore. It's done. Um, and... Um, Or they were accusatory at times. Um, Gomes was uh, practically frothing at the mouth with anger uh, about uh, uh, different uh, issues, including his relationship with the mayor. Um, He defended the uh, classification study referred to the dog catcher or the animal control uh, you know the raise in salary, which he's now going to get a hundred that person in that position I don't care who the person is is now going to get a hundred and two thousand dollars for that job when the average state salary is sixty five thousand the high end of the of the median is um seventy eight thousand He's going to get a hundred and two thousand, and uh Councillor Gomes said that that person is available 24-7. Well, he's not, because I had to call one Friday at seven. There was a dog uh, loose, and I got an answering machine saying that the offer, that if they were closed, they would be back on Monday, leave a message. I never heard from them, ever. Mm. I called the police that night, and what the police suggest is I put the dog in my yard until uh, it could be figured out whose dog it was. That was the extent of the help I got um and so uh Councilor, you know gomes was just uh yelling uh angry beyond the pale um and i resent our time taxpayer's time uh, being spent listening to these vituperative like, remarks this catcalling this uh instead of about the mayor i don't know what the issues are with the mayor i guess they have them but I was on, I've been on very many committees over my years of working, including on contract negotiations, which are very difficult. And it's, what I've learned very well is you do not have to like the people on the opposing side. You probably won't like them, but you have to work with them. And that's what the Kitty city council is not doing. And that is why I will not vote for any of these people again. I'm going to vote for an entirely clean
1: slate. Are you going to consider running yourself?
2: I don't know. Uh, you know, part of me would like to – Not that's not the way it started out, sure. um, you know, with this business. But part of me would like to. Another part of me uh, wonders whether – I hate to be defeatist about it, but after what I've seen, if the majority of the people are still in next time, I, I think it's, it'd be, you know, uh, blowing into the wind.
1: Well, I, I mean, I, I do think just based on history – that a number of the people should they choose to run again will be in there. So yeah, I mean, sadly
2: because I don't think enough people are paying attention to what they're doing.
1: So I mean, at least if you run on the campaign trail and in the in the different um, you know meetings and different uh, debates and candidates' nights and all that, you'll be able to get this out more to the voters. If that's the way you feel,
2: mm, maybe I suppose. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just. It's um, it's very very discouraging. I mean, I do wish the mayor had not had vetoed. I know he wasn't going to, and I was grateful for the ordinances, even though I thought that they were not going to do anything because he had approved the twenty five percent cap. But um, you know, sometimes you just need to hold out, and I learned that at contract negotiations as well. Sometimes you just have to hold out and wait, even if there's. Um, a detriment to, uh, of some sort. Sometimes you just have to hold out instead of going along. Um, so, I don't know. I'm getting away from
3: your point because well,
1: I don't know. I mean, we'll, we'll keep asking you. And I say that not because I'm trying to endorse you to run or anything, but because I think that, you know, when you have people who are informed and, and passionate about it and people who want to see change, I will always encourage those people to run for office, no matter where they are or what role it might be.
2: Yeah, thanks. Well, I'm impassioned because I'm a taxpayer. Yeah. And I voted two people in who were on that city council, who I don't, I, I no longer believe represent me as a taxpayer at all. Zero.
1: Well, we so, will try to get to some of those questions today.
2: Oh, and, I hope you will ask her that one. If she, you know, again, if she didn't get the mayor's report, then what the heck did she base the the her figures on for this classification?
1: Sure. All right. Well, thank you for the call. Thanks, Tim. Have a good Bye. day. And uh, you too. We have another call on the line here I'll go to before I have to take a break. Good morning. You're next on WBSM.
0: Yeah, I just want to say I'm disgusted with this whole thing because uh, for the simple reason, right, and the Bedford, uh, the, the Bedford Light is supposed to be progressive, right? They're like completely washing over that the, the city workers, not the Unit C that are getting hundreds of thousands of dollars, don't have a contract at all. And like Linda was bringing up at the council and also, Naomi Campbell, that they shouldn't be voting on this until after the city workers' contract uh, signed because they were trying to push through. The man wanted to push through these raises to these people making hundreds of thousands of dollars. And meantime, you've got the workers getting nothing, no contracts since last year. That was the only incentive to get an agreement on the contract. That's it. So... People up top. Oh, they get nice big raises, like hundred twenty thousand dollar. Well, you know, hold, hold on, because I, I, I think,
1: I think you're miss. Characterizing or maybe misunderstanding the situation here a little bit. The mayor was pushing for these reclassifications to be able to fill vacant positions at a higher salary than what was already there because nobody was interested in taking those jobs at the current salary. And the mayor was not the one that was pushing for these folks to get these giant pay raises. Those were things that the city council put into effect in voting in these salary reclassifications that when they took the mayor's suggestion at reclassifying those, they took a look at certain employees in certain positions and said... We think this should be this step. We think this should be that step. So it was the city council that did that, not the mayor.
0: Yeah, but you got to realize here, if you, you know, you've light in your uh, news agency, did some reporting. There's way more actual city worker positions not filled because of the pay raise. And they did a classification three years ago and they didn't do it. They didn't meet with it. So it's okay when it's the management they want to take care and the, the, the mayor wanted to ram that through to take care of management. But I'm telling them the workers had this classification study and they did nothing with it.
1: And, did nothing and
0: with I'm, it. Not, I'm so not trying to... Business?
1: I'm not trying to belittle the workers and, and the need to have those positions filled, but I think there's a difference between having somebody in one of those departments versus, you know, not having a CFO for your city. Uh, I mean, I think that that's a little bit more of a glaring need to be able to fill those positions.
0: Yeah, well, you've got other positions, too. EMTs, right, police officers, you know, dispatches that are getting calls, you know, people that work for 24 hours for infrastructure, You know, there's a lot of positions there that are, you know, uh, indispensable. And when you don't have those people, you'll know. No, I agree with that for sure. You don't have EMTs to respond, you're going to know real fast.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, but didn't didn't they offer the firefighters a, a contract that had a salary increase and what what's been characterized by as a generous salary increase by the mayor and that got turned down? So is it is it a matter of that they're not trying to fill those positions and and try and work with those unions or is it a matter of that the unions are just holding out for more?
0: Well, my thing is the whole reason and Naomi Campbell and Linda Moravva. Right, it's this, uh, Carney. I'm sorry. Um, this shouldn't have been voted on until the contracts were done because now there's no pressure. They wanted that to get through so they can hire people. But it's the same thing for city workers too. So they were like, okay, when the contracts are done, then we'll sign this thing, which it should have been because now there's no pressure. They can just hold out forever. The city can.
1: Sure. All right. Well, thank you for the call. Have a good day. And uh, we will take more of your thoughts on this at 508-996-0500. But I am late for a break. We'll be back in a few moments. You can also hit us up on App Chat on the WBSM app brought to us by our friends at Self Coast Owing. boys off all- Myself, uh, from what I said to that caller, I had said that the, there had been a contract offered to the firefighters unit. It was actually the police unit. And I realized that uh, a few moments after I said it. So I apologize for that. Uh, I I just misspoke there or I had the wrong the wrong union. But it was the police union that Mayor Mitchell said on the show was offered a contract in December that he said was generous and that they um, turned down. So I apologize for screwing that up. But, you know, it happens. I, I screw things up every now and then. You know what I didn't screw up yesterday was telling you how great the food was over there at Mystic Cafe in Fairhaven. And uh, we had it all up on our social media for you to check out. And we still have some of those Seize the Deals available for you. So if you want to head on over to the SeizeTheDeal.com right now, you can still get some of those uh, $25 gift certificates to Mystic Cafe for just twelve fifty, And that's right at the SeizeTheDeal.com. We also have on sale today, we have $25. We'll get you $50 to Rose Alley Alehouse. How's that? Get some uh, some of Rose Alley's delicious wings or... Oh, you know what? Just checked. Sold out. Sorry. You got to be faster than that. Went on sale at 9. Sold out at 9.35. So... That's the way it goes with com. That's why you want to get over there every single day and check it out for all the latest deals. But uh, certainly go over there and get yourself $25 to Mystic Cafe for just twelve fifty. All right, All right, 508-996-0500 is the number to call in and chime in. Let's go back to the phones. Good morning. You're next on WBSN. Good morning, Tim. How are you, Shaneen?
3: I like um, Catherine. She does a good job. She's um, very intelligent. She's in, She investigates things she reads up i'm all in her corner i'm so glad she came on and if she did um run i would vote for her
1: well i will certainly keep asking her as she calls in as we get closer to it and, and again it's not that i'm trying to push for her to run because i believe what she's saying or i line up with what she's saying I, i'm pushing for anybody that's that passionate that wants to be that involved and wants to be you know that concerned about the residents of, of any community they should be running for those positions
3: and, you know, some that are on there, I don't want to say any names, but they really need to go already. You know what I mean? It's it's, it's so old hair, and stuff isn't getting done. And some people just want to keep keep on it. And I think even some of them want to run for mayor. If you want to keep running, trying for mayor out of there.
1: Yeah, I'm sure it'll happen.
3: But, you know, the one that I have, um, I didn't like what happened with Derek Baptiste yesterday calling calling um, him little guy, and also he doesn't have my vote anymore in my ward. I don't find he does much anyway.
1: Well, I mean, I think, you know, you can sometimes when you have a conversation with somebody, you know, you might say something like that out of, out of uh, you know, just conversation. Like, so maybe if you walked up to him on the street and said, hey, little guy, what's up? You know, like that wouldn't seem so bad. I mean, it's still kind of bad, but it wouldn't be as bad as a city councilor doing it to a reporter in the council chambers. That's just beyond, you know, anything that would be appropriate. And
3: it's demeaning. Mm
1: hmm. No, and I, and, I, and I don't know that it was necessarily meant to be demeaning necessarily, like it was just more to acknowledge, but still, it, you have to be careful with the language that you use.
3: Okay, Tim, I'll be listening to you. Have a great
1: day. You Have next nice well. weekend. You as well. Take care. And uh, 508-996-0500, if you want to call in and chime in or hit us up on App Chat on the WBSM app. M says, I believe this woman about the city council, referring to Catherine, sounds like a pathetic bunch of real beauties over there. Typical political garbage. Sounds like they should all be voted out. So uh, that's, you know, I think that's an extreme position. But certainly you're entitled to that, especially, you know, M in New Bedford. You would be a New Bedford voter if uh, if that's an accurate location in your app chat description. So you have a vote coming up this fall. They, I think that there definitely has to be questions answered. And I, I want to know if the media is misrepresenting what's going on because mayor comes on the station or because the, they want to believe what the mayor is saying or they want to read the mayor's press releases or what, what what have you two things i would say about that one the city council has the ability to put out a press release just as much as the mayor's office does so they they tend to let the agenda and the minutes of the meeting stand for themselves but you could put out press releases if you think that the information is incorrect send it on over news at wbsm.com we'd be happy to get it and two the counselors are listening the counselors are listening to this show i know because they interact with me during the show or they call in sometimes they listen to barry they interact with barry you can call in anytime if you don't have the vip number you know shoot me a text or or send me a, a Facebook message or hit me up at Tim at WBSM.com. I'll make sure that you have it. The one thing that I would ask is if you are going to call in on the VIP line, just you know, send me an email or a text or a Facebook message or something ahead of time just so I know that it's you, and then I'll make sure they I get to you because that number has been given out to a lot of people over the years, and sometimes people who want to call in will use that number just to call in. So I would, you know, first of all, number one, if you have the VIP number to the studio and you're not calling in for a VIP purpose, you're just calling in to talk, please don't use the VIP line. Use the regular line. There's almost always a chance to get on. You might have to wait a call or two, but you'll get a chance. But I'll make sure that you have it if you don't have it already so that you can call in. I just, you know, like I said, please let me know ahead of time just so I know that it's you and I can introduce you as I bring you on and I can make sure that I take the break before we have you so I don't have to let you go for a break, all those kind of things. And we've heard them call in for different things, for different reasons. So if you hear things that you feel are inaccurate, call in and share. Call in and explain. Council President Moore has been coming on with us since the beginning of the year, and she's been explaining the council's position on these things as we've talked about it. But if the residents are still not understanding that. I don't know why you think that that's the media's fault. You have the platform to explain, and you do. They just are choosing not to believe what it is that you're telling them. It's not our fault. Certainly doesn't warrant a counselor calling a reporter, little guy. I mean, if, if if any of us called a counselor some kind of nickname, I'm sure there'd be a lot of outrage, and rightly so. It would be inappropriate. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM.
4: Good morning, Tim. Gilly Saffio's. Hello, Gilly. How are you? I was at that city council meeting last night.
1: Hmm.
4: And you know what's funny? They all stood up there to blast the mayor. And they were all talking about, you know, constituent service. If we want to take care of the people, mm-hmm. but then they turn around and they call us stupid that we don't know the facts. Okay, now how can a city councilor call somebody small? How did? How did? How can I put this? Uh, uh, Naomi Connie calling Carol old. You know what I mean? Uh, Brian Gomes getting up there blasting everybody for community service. I've been complaining about trip towers and everything for two years. Um, which is face, uh, Ryan Pereira put a motion on the agenda and invited, asked the, all the uh, commissioners from the housing to show up. None of them showed up. And the council is the one that appoints these people to their positions in the housing, the Denver housing. Mm-hmm. How come they never made us think about, they didn't come down, but they're all bitching about the mayor. You know what I mean? In uh, talking about people that they're saying that they, they, they're put there to serve, how can you call people that they're not smart? Linda Morad, I don't know if everybody noticed that, You know, they have, when somebody on the city council wants to talk, I think they get like five minutes for their first and two for their second. Well, before the meeting started, Linda Morin made a comment. I'm going to waive the time. You guys can talk as long as you want because there's a lot of issues on the agenda.
1: Okay? I mean, I would think think that because there's a lot of issues on the agenda, you'd be more likely to rein in how long people talked for.
4: Well, no, no, but listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. She had an agenda why she did that. She wanted everybody to talk, okay? And then when everybody talked, she asked to go to her chair. And the first thing she said to Ian, because he's the first chair, he he went to the the head of the class. Mm -hmm. And she said, I hope you allow me the same privilege I allowed everybody else to talk, you know? She went on to talk over—I don't know if it was like 27 minutes or a little bit over three uh, half hour—about this and that and everything, and blasting everybody. And they didn't even talk about the people. They're there. They're saying they're there to serve. Why are they there? It's—it's it's, you know, like they're talking about it's not favors. It's continues, you know, it's a service to to the public. They're not serving the public. They're serving their own agendas. And the stuff that they said about the mayor. And then you've got Brian Gomes, which I call him Linda's lapdog. I, I, I
1: I heard you said that in the meeting itself, too.
4: Yes, because he addressed me. He's talking to the chair. They're supposed to be talking to the chair. And he addressed me personally in the audience. And I even told Linda, control your lapdog. She ain't supposed to be talking to me. That's the part that gets me. Linda, this is not my words. Okay? Hold on a minute. Well, I got about 30 uh, seconds before I got to take a break. Okay. Let me read you something. This is not my words. This is Linda Morad's words. In 2015, after, after being named Council uh, Committee late in the month, Prime Gomes, appointed Ward Six City Council Joe Lopes as Chairman of the influence. Finance Committee, rather than Morad, who held that post last year. Now, this is Linda Morad's words. Morad told the Standard Times that Gome was a vindictive, not a nice guy. Now, all of a sudden, it's her lap dog. What's
1: well, going I, on here? I, as I always say, people can change their relationships with folks. They can bury hatchets, and they can start to get along. So it's it's possible oh, yeah, that it's they, possible, they mended that relationship.
4: But they haven't, they haven't talked to the mayor for how long? All of a sudden, it's everybody attacked the mayor. You yeah. can't attack them. And, they, and they're they throwing stuff out there that they don't have no proof. Brian
1: Gomes got no proof. They grandstands all the time. Well, I know, Adam Bass, I got to just hold you there, Gilly, because I'm up against the break. Yeah. But thank you okay. for the call. I know... Adam Bast reached out to the mayor for a response to what was said last night. So uh, if he gets that, we will update his story. And, of course, the mayor will be with us on Wednesday, and we can talk more about that with him then. I do have to take a break, though. We are up against it. We'll be back in a few moments.
0: 1420 WBSF.
1: 996-0500. hey you know if you're looking to get out and have some delicious breakfast this weekend well I can recommend heading on over to just another Phoenix in Dartmouth because they have some really good specials on the menu over there uh, including check this out they've got berry blast pancakes for 995 they've got Italian sausage omelette which has onions, peppers, tomatoes, and mozzarella in it as well for $13.95. They also have cookie crumble French toast for $9.95, which Lisa over at Just Another the Phoenix sent me a photo, said you got to see this, and it is beautiful. And what do they have on the menu this weekend? Boston cream French toast. 995. Head on over to Just Another Phoenix in Dartmouth. Check it out. Get some of that delicious Boston cream french toast for yourself. If you want to go there and sit down, they've got plenty of tables and it's a nice place to sit and spend a little time with the family or if you want to sit by yourself at the counter, you can watch the the cooks prepare your meal. But also, they offer their full menu through their drive-through window. So if you don't have a lot of time to sit around and have breakfast, you can get your Boston cream French toast or whatever else you want to have through the drive through window at just another Phoenix on Fonz Corner Road in Dartmouth. Uh, going back to the app chat on the WBSM app, uh, this came in from M in New Bedford. Big deal, the term little guy. That's not offensive. Toughen up already. The world is soft enough. Well, all right. Here's the problem with that, M. It, it was in the city council chambers with a city councilor calling a reporter covering the council a name. It doesn't matter what the name is. Adam Bass wasn't offended by the name. He told Marcus it didn't bother him. He's been called worse. The fact is that it happened in a place where it shouldn't have happened between two people that shouldn't be insulting each other. If the reporter called the councilor a name, maybe he decided to call him Mr. Absent for the number of meetings that he's missed, wouldn't, wouldn't that be just as egregious? So the whole point isn't what the name was. It was the fact that a city councilor hurled an insult at a reporter in a council meeting. And if you don't understand that, I, I can't help you with that. Uh, an independent thought in New Bedford says, I have two words that will shake a lot of the city council to their core. Term limits, maximum of six years in and at least two years out before you could run again. I don't know that would take a change to the city charter and I don't know that that would be something that would push through be pushed through but certainly you know you have the opportunity to give councilors term limits because you can you're voting every 2 years on councilors right so you have the opportunity to give them those limits yourself but you got to get out and vote we do you know we talked about how much we want to have that ward three turnout be high on tuesday and we'll get into that ward three race because there's a story that uh that came out something we got last night uh, but marcus was on the air and i was out it was my bowling night uh, adam bass was at the city council so we really had trouble kind of nailing it down i did reach out to the person that it was about when i got home but didn't hear back so standard times has the story but we'll talk about it a little bit later on i know for once they beat us to something we'll take a break and we'll be back in a few moments
0: if you want to hear every